like it looks it looked like a crime scene uh, so he oh. shouldn't be um cleaning cleaning it up but yeah, it looks like it was evidence and then when I when I step out of mall I saw like an ambulance speeding in like that reminds me of like no. you know those Italian mob movies oh, yeah. like, where you get the janitor to yeah, 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 yeah. Like, up. <laughs> you want uh, me to get rid of evidence yeah, exactly <laughs> What's up guys, you're listening to the Drunken Ramblings Podcast, this is Ernie here. Hi, this is Joseph, and if you like what you're listening to, tune in to the DTDR Podcast. Yeah, I haven't even started with the cider, I'm already slurring. TDR Pod, which stands for the Drunken Ramblings Podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Alright, so today we have uh, two guests from SDP. SDP-ish? Yes, yeah, SDP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Min Chong and Naresh. Yes. Uh, Min Chong, can I call you Min? Yeah, for, of course. Yeah, yeah. Min ran for the previous elections recently Holland Bukit Timah yeah. yeah we lost okay. <laughs> still ran still ran interesting experience <laughs> I would say yeah, it uh, was. yeah maybe you want to tell a little bit about yourselves and start with me yeah so um, I'm a uh, marketing and communications consultant um, by day um, but um, I've actually we've actually just started a, a business together yeah oh, cool. uh, Nuresh and I yeah yeah and um, when we're not doing any work, um, you know, we are huge foodies. Um, I indulge in uh, Krav Maga. Nice. Oh. Very cathartic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It releases a lot of stress. Yeah. You don't want to be on the bad side. Yeah, so um, I, am, I wasn't a candidate, but uh, I was heavily involved in the elections as well. I am a filmmaker. That's what I like to call myself. That's what a lot of filmmakers like to call themselves in Singapore. <laughs> but we don't really have money, now. So, but um, yeah. So I'm a filmmaker. I do all kinds of media production, and I run my run a company with Min as well, the Hug Bucks Group. That's mm. what it's called. Sorry, what's, Sorry? It, what's it called? It's called <laughs> the Hug Bucks Group. Hug Bucks Group. Hug Bucks. Yeah. So Hug Bucks. you guys. So hug we. Bugs? Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> really hard until they die. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but it's yeah, it's it's a it's a lifestyle centric business that um, yeah. Yeah, eventually we could unravel a little. Yeah. Oh, okay. We yeah. just not there yet. Yeah. Okay, not okay. that. Not <laughs> yeah. Give us a little snippets here and there. Yeah. So yeah, we could throw a few clues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, it's okay. That, we'll that. share. We'll share when you're uh, up sure, and running. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. We'll, nice. We'll yeah. To, yeah. So as part of SDP, I mean, most people are probably curious about what's up. On a mm. regular basis, you know, when if I'm not wrong, there's nobody now in the parliament, and yeah, on a daily basis, what do people in the group do? <laughs> Run away from cops. <laughs> 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 hey, that's interesting. We're very fit. You're gonna keep the fitness level yeah. up. Uh. But um, um, I think it's a lot of um, you know, we we talk a lot about policy actually. Um, so we know it. Uh, sorry, you can go yeah. a bit closer. Yeah. yeah. So we talk oh, a lot about. closer to you. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> we talk a lot about policy. Um, you know, it could be um, you know, the uh, you know, current affairs of the day. Um, but we are also involved in you know pushing forward our own um, uh, papers and our own uh, policy position. So currently, we're actually working on a uh, mental health paper. Um, the young Democrats, uh, in particular. Um, so this is something that we think is a very, very important issue that, of course, has been getting a lot of attention. Um, but we also feel like we need to really come up with, um, you know, uh, you know, proactive policy plans that will help not just, um, you know, the vulnerable um, in society, but across different sectors. So we, you know, it starts in it, uh, with in schools. With education, it moves to the workplace. You know, we deal also with um, the elderly and anyone who you know, like in any community who might who might be basically well. You know, if you exist and if there, you know, if you're dealing with issues where mental health is concerned, we we want to be able to cover you. So, what are some of the things, if you can talk about, mm-hmm. it, that are that probably would stand out to somebody who read it with regards to mental health? Yeah, for example, this uh, mm-hmm. policy that yeah. you are. Yeah, so I guess on. I mean we mental health is a very huge and large overarching uh, uh, mm. theme so we try to delve deep into the fo- affordability and the kind of um, mm. quality uh, medical care that's uh, available mm. the kind of stigmas that are presented like you know in society you know uh, i guess there are marginalized groups of people that mm. are more uh, susceptible to mental health mm. issues as well we try to talk about the things that are not so talked about no? mm. Mm. from what I understand like uh, for people who want to see psychiatrists for example there's a super long wait list mm-hmm. and if you want to go through the public way it's a couple of months per before each, in, in between each session you know and to me that you can't really do much with that 
Whereas yeah. if you go to the private side, you really need to have the finance to back it up. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it's it's a downward spiral because then um, if you don't have a good psychiatrist, means like a longer time to recover. And um, during um, that whole period of trying to get out of your rut, you kind of um, move into substance abuse and a lot of other aspects of um, you know um, to ease the coping pain, mechanisms. Yeah. 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 Where do you guys currently see a void in uh, or gap in mental? Uh, issues and help that can, that can be given to people currently and how do you all see the policies that you are working on mm. can help fill this void? I think I think first of all, um, there needs to be a better understanding of what constitutes mental health issues uh, or what constitute in, uh, constitute a mental health um, you know problem. So I think a lot of people don't even realize that they might be suffering from you know right. you yes. know a mental health um, you yeah. know uh, like a problem. So you know it's about really bringing these uh, issues into uh, you know the public sphere for uh, for a more compassionate kind of discussion. To at um, least start the conversation. Yeah, yeah, and and for people to really um, understand that you know it's it's nothing to really be ashamed of. You know. Um, we all go through, you know, whether it's whether it's biological, you know, it could be a chemical imbalance, or whether it's because of, you know, some Trauma. kind of, yeah, you know, a life experience that was very challenging and difficult. There's no shame in in the fact that we we all gonna, we're all going to be affected in different ways, right? And um, you know, mental health is is something that's been really touchy, mm. um, a topic because you know any anything to do with behavior, right, and reactions to your environment or to you know to um, interactions that lies beyond the norm. I think people, uh, you know, people don't know how to deal with it, whether it's um, internally and in, intrinsically, like you know, how do you deal with yourself, and it's also how do you deal with other people um, from the perspective of a person who is dealing with mental health issues, and also like um, that person's immediate community, whether it's family or you know friends or them. yeah, like you know uh, people in their workplace, for example. Um, and, and I think you know it because it takes it really does take a, a village. Courage. Yeah, and yeah. It takes to, a lot of courage for them to even step exactly. outside to even uh, come out about it and yeah. talk about it. And, yeah. And then the initial fear of like, okay, if I do, then what's what's mm. the what's the uh, what's the shootback repercussions yeah. that yeah that uh, that's gonna you know fall upon them and then so then I say then what yeah. I say then okay law then mm. well, uh, how is my teachers gonna take me yeah how my parents go- so how's that gonna help me I say I must all just take some pills and then like uh, brush it off but that's not really mm. solving like you mm. don't take Valium and then go okay oh, okay it's all gonna <laughs> be fine good like it doesn't work that way right yeah so I, I feel f- from my perspective I mean like like you said and the moment you said it I I it got me immediately is that we all go through our own things yeah that. Whether you want to put the name as depression, it's such a broad brush. Who the mm. fuck knows what, what <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. a fucking doctor. I don't know. I just know how I feel when I'm going through that shit. Yeah. And so, to me, is where do I go? What? Do I go to the polyclinic and say, mm. I want to talk to a counsellor? Mm. Then the fellow will go assess me through like 10 different... I mean, one of my friends actually, mm. like, we work together and I, I mean, I, I'm in F&B, right? Mm. And, you know, she always felt like her parents never got that. And then it took a lot of courage for her to actually get into it yeah. and talk to someone. And then it goes like 10, 20, just like what Ernie said, so many sessions and then counsellor goes, oh, you want, I can give you some medicine or if you want, I refer you to IMH. Then you got mm. the whole like wait, waiting. And it's not about, oh, IMH is stigma. First of all, in Singapore, it kind of is. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be. It should yeah, be. It shouldn't it's be. where you go for treatment. Exactly. Like if you sick, you got cancer, where you go, you go chemotherapy. Yeah. Not you sit in a room and then hope that your cancer go away. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you don't talk to someone and then the cancer goes away. What? <laughs> right? But yeah. I think uh, the key is, so let's kind of like take it back to the the paper that you guys are working mm. on. Even if it's not set in stone, maybe what would help for us to understand and mm-hmm. people who are listening is um, how do you all feel? Uh, what is the direction in which you all are working towards to kind of help have a conversation started and where you all ideally would like to see mm. it end up? Mm. We asked the tough w- questions. One, yeah, <laughs> it, is, it, is a, it is a good question. Though. Uh, are I both of you spearheading <coughs> this particular part? In we SDG? are part of, yeah, we're part yeah. of the committee as well. So right. how big the, how does it work? How big is the group and everything? Okay, so basically, uh, just a short introduction. The Young Democrats is the youth wing of um, the SDP. We've got about 40 regular members right now, like, wow. like um, who are there all the time. How long has this particular uh, segment been, uh, when was it uh, initialized? I think this wing has actually been there for a long time, for mo- for more than a decade. But mm. um, you know, we it's only in the last two years we've seen this influx. We've seen uh, youths and young people wanting to be a part of um, mm. the of an opposition party. So we we see that rising in the last uh, last year, last two years, and because of these numbers, we can actually have few different policies and have teams working on it and. We actually work as a work like a family, and we we behave like a family, so it's good. 
Yeah, so that's the young Democrats, and um, we hope actually one of the the biggest uh, aspects of mental health, the ch- a challenge of mental of mental health degradation is the stigmas that are that are mm. around. Being able to mm. tell your friends that you have that, and your friends sharing with you, or being able to tell your parents who are who can be from an older generation, and they're not taking it as um, you've been using substance, or you you are not. Going to church or you know whatever you know it could mm. there could be many reasons, uh, like um, uh, responses you can get that are not uh, valuable like and not helpful. Why can't you just deal with it? You know my time, yeah. uh, we all got so many more problems. World War Two all come, you know Japanese exactly. come. I never go and take value. Exactly. Yeah, and it's really not compa- like it's it's hard to compare that because we are born in a society that's more stable right now. Thankfully, right. like mm. Singapore, right? We are not mm. born in in World War Two. We we didn't have that kind of. Um, um, you know, distractions to concentrate on to, to fight for our life. But according to what we understand, we also have our own issues. And mm-hmm. so I think people have to understand that our mental health is like flu, like the fever, like any uh, Absolutely, a lot of other mm. illnesses. Mm. So that's what we want to kind of uh, normalize, not mm. say it's not. Not to say it's not trivialize it. No, no, not trivialize it. Exactly. Yeah, but, yes. to, but to be able to say, you know, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. Mm. You know, that su- a simple mm. sentence like that, mm. instead of like, hey, you have to be strong. Like, what are you talking about? You know, yeah. in, in NS and all that, sometimes there is this toxic masculinity as well that suppresses all these things. That create and then you see people kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't, we really don't want to see all of us, no friends who have probably gone down that road. Mm. Yes. Mm. So we, it's, mm. it's something nobody wants to experience. Like. Yeah. So, uh, so it's a big part of it, talking about suicide as well. Because I feel that that's not talked about a lot in Singapore. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's just brushed under mm. the carpet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's I guess su- suicide is an um is an outcome, but you know, living with pain un- unresolved is another one that's mm. you know it's even more extended amount of pain, in, right? Yes. So that's why you say like you know sometimes we say like oh this person um sentenced to death is too easy for him he shouldn't he should be tortured for years you know something <laughs> like that but but it's you know there are different sorts of pain and and um we we don't want to see any of this kind of outcomes mm. We want to so see. So what are uh, both of your thoughts on the the recent MOE case. <laughs> Wait, which That's one? so recent. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are... <laughs> you know yeah. which one he's referring to, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be a personal opinion. I don't have yeah. to be. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly haven't really been following it uh, too closely. Um, you know, but I... I do feel that you know we should be um, as open and, and and inclusive a society as possible. And I think one thing that our policy paper does want to address also is uh, forming the kinds of uh, uh, pillars for support in communities um, that support mental health and, and support um, individual expressions um, in a way that you know obviously doesn't um, if it doesn't harm society if the harm principle isn't violated then you know that go ahead express yourself right. But um, in in terms of you know bringing it a little bit. Uh, closer to, to the mental health uh, topic. I, I think, you know, like, aside from, you know, normalizing the discussions, you know, uh, uh, around mental health, I think it's also about how do we how do we really build these um, uh, structures of support, like frameworks for support. So, for example, if you're going through, like, a mental um, health issue or, you know, episode, you know, you're suffering from depression or anxiety, a lot of recuperation um, involves rest, involves taking yourself out of a, a, a particular environment or a situation. Sometimes you just don't want to do anything. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, how do, we, um, how do we support that in the context of schools, right? You know, where um, a student might, want, might need to take a leave of absence for a little while to recover. Um, and what kind of um, support structures will that child have at home? You know, um, can his or her parents adequately, you know, attend to his or her needs in, in, in the regard of mental health? If you suffer from, you know, say, burnout at work, um, the compassionate thing to do would be, you know, for HR to have a policy to say, you know, take one month, for example, or two months of, of um, you know, could be paid leave, could be subsidized leave, um, and these are the policies that we want to examine at least, right? So that you can recover and so that you can come back to a job, right? So I think a lot, and, and, and it's really stressful for, for people who, um, you know, like suffer from mental health and still feel like they have to go through the motions of life because they have no choice. They feel like, for example, you know, like I can't, I can't possibly take two months off, right? Because I'm not going to have like, you know, a, a desk to go back to at work, you know, when, when I'm done with my, uh, my treatment 
treatment if I can even afford treatment if I even know where, where to go for yes. treatment exactly right and um, and so it becomes um, a struggle internally I think between um, I think even between at, um, admitting that you have mental illness and addressing it um, and then finding ways to cope with it and finding ways to recover so uh, there, there is obviously going to be a struggle if, if you're not sure if the you know the, the environment around you will support your recovery there's going to be a struggle to, to even admit to yourself yeah or, yeah because so a lot of people I think end up um, it's hard to balance that right yeah I mean, yeah I'm sure even from your point of view it's hard to even write it out in a way whereby mm. like as a parent or a teacher you say ah, the kids just being lazy you know, yeah yeah it, and it's very mm. hard to prove otherwise exactly unless you have a lot of scientific data yeah. and all. And I mean, the symptoms form, you know, like anything to do with mental health degradation, I mean, it manifests in different ways. It it's could not be, so black and yeah, white. Yeah, it's not, yeah. right? It could be like in one person, it could be someone withdrawing from friends. Mm. Uh, another person could could develop anxiety, for example. So, yeah, and all kinds of actual physical ailments, right? You have like, you know, your like, you know, gastric issues, your heart palpitations. It could be a whole variety of, of manifestations. And I think it takes, a, a you know, like, um, and th- I think that's why we want to really bring this, you know, into uh, the public sphere for for discussion, but not just discussion, a more enlightened, um, compassionate kind of discussion. So, so you know, like for people to, you know, exchange their views and to share their stories as well, because that's really important. I think when we share our stories and it's very personal and, you know, and, and you know, there's a weight behind what you say um, and a truth to it, it can help people around you. But you have to feel that, you know, the people around you or society is going to support that. Um, that discussion or that discourse. So how 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 are how the conversations mm. being created now? Is it through events or is it only for now? Mm. Maybe only in the STB communities or how how is it being? <coughs> I think um, uh, much as we are restricted by COVID nineteen mm. and movements and all this, but um, we have had uh, we've been invited to um, online events that mm. um, center around. Um, mental health we have had our own talk show in studio in mm. the STP studio where we film and it's, uh, we've invited our mental health activists to be a part of it right now um, our policy papers are actually being um, exchanged and um, vetted by professional psychiatrists mm. in the industry nice prominent mm. ones so I think uh, then we also have all these internal uh, conversations and then all of us have um, a lot of friends who are suffering so mm. we try to get as much out um, input from all kinds of parties mm. as possible, so I think we are kind of casting our net quite a bit for in order to acquire data. I think acquire that's, that's great. Like mm. you rarely yeah. see opposition parties unless during political periods talk mm. about these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I think recently, especially after the last election, you can see a lot are using social media better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting younger. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe we didn't have a choice. It was the pandemic, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> more physical rallies. Yeah. Especially yeah. this this recent one. It's like halfway through. Mm. A couple are like, oh shit, we need to use Facebook. For Play. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. just started to whack, and yeah. you can see the difference, you know. You can, yeah. Yeah, you can see a difference. I think the good thing is like the SDP has always been um, pretty, um, you know, like visionary about uh, new media and and using. I think we got on the bandwagon pretty early where, where um, social media was concerned. Mm. Um, so I think it, it was good that I think even before uh, the pandemic, even before G twenty twenty, we were using social media quite mm. a lot. Um, but I think it was during uh, the uh, GE that we really, I think consolidated a lot of our expertise and um, I think Naresh was actually uh, um, in charge of uh, yeah, the like studio the operations media, um, yeah. um, segment of the yeah. elections for the SDP mm. like churning out rallies daily from the studio and stuff like this yeah. so it's um, we were forced into this but um, we saw it coming because mm. eventually Has we had to, to be we yeah. had, we, we, we you had can't to, keep right? walking around in coffee shops and shaking tell that to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, I, I, and I think that the party allows this, this, the party is unique in the sense that um, it's very open to young people it's yeah. very open to ideas mm. and it's very inclusive so we're all like a family and like we listen to each other and that's why the young people are allowed to have a voice even within the party mm. 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 so which is good yeah. so you're planning to run <laughs> who? me? you? you? <laughs> I'm planning to support all my friends who would be <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will not neither agree nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what what made you want to run? So, I I joined the party in uh, two thousand and eleven, and I fr- I mean I was always behind the scenes at that point. I was in the policy studies mm. team. I helped out with uh, comms here and there. 
um, and then I took a, a few years um, of uh, hiatus, um, and then I came back actually, um, uh, I think in 2018 or 19, um, and that's when I really started to, because I, I really wanted to, to kind of understand um, the ground. So from where I was behind the scenes, I sort of decided, you know, I, I, I want to hear what people have to say, because if if we're writing policy papers, then we really need to hear, you know, what regular people are going through. We need to see and experience, you know, with them, you know, what what they, the kind of lives they live, the kind of issues that they face. And you know, I think it was from there that I began to sort of really just feel um, a stronger passion for service. Um, but it, you know, it took me a long time to consider. So when I was first approached to think about the idea, um, you know, I was so, I was very conflicted because. You know, every time or any time you step into a role where, you know, there's public scrutiny, um, it is daunting, yep. right? Um, and I also wanted to, you know, I wrote about this in a Facebook post after um, the elections. And I said that I wanted to take as much time as I could to interrogate myself, to make sure that I would be doing this for the right reasons, um, and to make sure that I would have the uh, the composure and the... Um, the uh, you know strength of character to to um, stay true to myself and what I believe in yeah so eventually I think you know I was but I mean obviously you know you can never really adequately answer all these questions right you just have to do it and I think it, there came a point where I said you know what let's just let's just you know hit first yeah like mm -hmm. st step into it right yeah and and just take on the challenge yeah and but for me um, what really drove me all the way from you know when when I first joined in in 2011 was um, I think I believe in in the fact that we should have um, more voices right mm -hmm. that we should have uh, open discourse in society so you know I I suppose you know I was heavily influenced by the fact that I was a you know a vastly debater. A lot of people say, does you know that does debating make you more like you know um, combative? Does it make you a little bit more uh, difficult to get along with? Or you know, do you actually start to you know have views that are like um, you know too strong to change? Hmm. But I really felt That's that yeah, <laughs> I really <laughs> felt that debating actually had the opposite effect. It um, opened my mind to so many different perspectives. Right when you can switch from from you know arguing, for example you know pros and cons of abortion you know which is one of the most um, commonly debated um, topics when you first yep. start you brought yeah. this up just now yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah so I mean you know when, when you can debate both sides and you can do it really well objectively um, yeah, yeah it's you know it, it helps you understand the other side um, you know different perspectives um, some people some people wonder if it makes you a little less able to have your own uh, views yeah. uh, no because you will you will actually go through the whole um, process of critical thinking of examining issues of finding reasoning and, and looking at different scenarios to, to center yourself and I think that's what I really felt like you know we needed a lot more yeah. of in society like in Singapore we need to be talking and discussing things you know with a stronger critical uh, approach you know to to um, formulating our ideas. Yeah, that's. Mm. I think that's a great way. Like more perspectives in every mm. sense, in mm. every area. Actually, mm. it will help move forward la, as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually gonna ask, <laughs> yep. what got y'all uh, inspired to, namely, um, uh, go into mental health? What mm. What was the? I mean, the ten billion things you guys can. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if this is touching or not, but I feel like for me to be mm -hmm. to to have or maybe, uh, or any maybe view what about other or what other yeah what other things are you all working on uh, aside uh, yeah, from yeah just very simply what what are a few things that you guys are very passionate about mm. uh, on an SDB level or on a personal level that you all see you all can implement mm. on paper. Mm. Yeah, or even if it's not like doesn't happen like that mm -hmm. what are a few things that you're very compassionate about that you'd like to see change in like 5-10 years from now mm. must be different uh, you too. <laughs> <laughs> the youths and um, SDP the Young Democrats we are championing a few topics firstly let me just uh, skim through it um, we're championing climate change mm. mental health in Singapore and another topic that we're going to be um, moving into is actually um, an egalitarian society which, and I feel that personally for me, um, what is important is that I would like to change the wider community's perspective of success. Mm. And I feel that's really important because 
these are just not numbers you're not mm. the cars you drive yeah, this or, is exactly what uh, mm. we talk about right. so much yeah, yeah it's not the homes you live in one of the uh, first two three episodes was literally about that mm. yeah um the the polar opposites of how uh, our society especially singapore quantifies success yeah And mm. Mm. in in fact, and how do you put that on paper? Though? How do you, yeah, yeah. So that, that is is really it, maybe you don't. That's the million dollar question. Yeah, it's it? an issue for past Greek philosophers to have um, yeah. uh, spoken about, right? But but uh, we're, we're bringing it back again. Like, what is success? You can be the you, right? you can be the Singapore Aristotle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just sit, 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 sit in that post. But yeah, I mean, so I feel that if you cannot get success right in your head, um, it will lead down a lot of roads that you don't want to be mm. in. You you know it it can affect mental health. It can affect um, competition or the the the, the level of competition mm. in Singapore. It can affect and how we have compassion for each other as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the amount of love is stunted because yeah. we are competing with everyone, yeah. like the one next to us. Mm-hmm. It's and there's this need to just uh, elevate your image in the in 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 the eyes mm-hmm. of yep. your friends, mm-hmm. in the eyes of community, and you know I feel that uh, that's a very sad thing. That's yeah, that's why. Like, uh, I told them, like in the beginning when we did this podcast, mm. one of the key things that I wanted to do was invite mm. other podcasters on, mm. and and just share and maybe mm. their followers, our followers, just yeah. grow together. Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't yeah. need to be me versus you all the time. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have like maybe MediaCorp dominate the whole yeah. podcast <laughs> industry. Yeah. No point. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean that's how companies like that get to monopolize yeah. industries yeah. Yeah. You know, people keep fighting among yeah, each exactly. other until yeah. they die out mm. yeah, and, I, and I guess you know like in our in our society it's um like what Naresh said it's a lot about uh, competing right and consolidating resources so mm. that you know you come out like tops you know it's, it's good to be able to look at um, success as be a rising tide right so if you're going to go out bring other people with you you know uh, help people uh, contribute to your uh, to your um, community um, and It doesn't even necessarily need to be, you know, in the traditional sense of success, like you know, get a lot of money and then you know, like donate it to charity or you know, like have people help people financially. It doesn't have to be that, right? Um, success actually, as much as we're all individuals, and especially because we're all individuals, success will it should differ, right, from person to person. And I think we should be um, open to that, and we should support, you know, like people's like whatever whatever kind of achievements um, mean something to someone. You know, it may not be, it may not, you know, resonate with you, but if it resonates with your friend, support that. Yeah. Do you guys think our society is ready for that? I think I think inter- <laughs> I think deep down, I think a lot of people Do want that. There's a want for that. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a definite want for that, right? Yeah. But we don't know how to. Where you know, do we like, even begin? Yeah, yeah it's I hard. think it's so deep in. Uh, I think we're roughly about the yeah. same age group. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys all look so young. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, you all are twenty-two only. But I think it's deep in our age group. It is, yeah, yeah. it is. But yeah. the older people, not really. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, there is this because I mean they went through a different time and uh, a different period of time where yeah. uh, I mean for them it was a uh, part of my French is I don't give a fuck what the hell you're going through I need to fucking put food on my table yeah I need right? to survive my, right? I, I come from a generation of fifth uh, fifth generation Singaporean mm-hmm. I don't think there are many people who can actually say that yeah. and my great 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 grandfather were the wow. kind of people who had to I'm getting the hell out of this godforsaken place <laughs> and To them, Singapore is the land of opportunity. Yeah. Like how people went to New York, to America, from yeah. across the, uh, yeah. uh, all over, right? To them, it was, I need to make something out of myself. Mm. And mm. it was a matter of, um, um, it was not once. Mm. It yeah. was, I need. Yeah. I yeah. need the need for survival Trump anything yeah. else. Yeah. But we're way beyond that curve already, yeah. right? Mm. So now, us sitting in this table, mm. to me, is a start. It shouldn't just be, okay, let's talk. Okay, ha, ha, he, he. And then, no. Where do we... How do we go on from there? We can sit here all day and go like, oh, but government never changes. Government, sh- fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, how do we see making change from the first step forward? That's how, I think I I would think that that's that's mm. the conversation mm. that we can have mm. here, right? That young people like you guys are actually taking that step. Mind you, to go back to what you said, I man, it wasn't about losing. It was the fact that you put yourself out <laughs> there. How many people have the exactly. fucking gut balls to do that? That's that's really what yeah. it really the conversation. <laughs> should be yeah, because you. You don't have balls, but as a <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> because public school. Nice, come on, nice. I put myself on this. No, but seriously, I mean, who's wearing the pants in the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> we all wear pants these days, guys. Guys, pants don't mean a thing. We all wear the pants. 
know, but <laughs> yeah, nice, public nice. scrutiny was was one mm. a serious serious issue to mm. have uh, to be able to deal with when you run in an election or s- stuff like that. So, oh, what, w- what advice? Would, so, sorry to interrupt. What what advice would you? Maybe I'm going a bit ahead of the question, but I feel like this is quite good. Uh, what advice would you give young people who have all this mm. inside of them mm. and? I mean, I I'm I'm a, I would just shoot before I can I load my gun. That's why he controls me. <laughs> but how would you direct someone, or maybe give uh, your advice in him? And you've got all these things that you have inside of you. There's all these changes you want to make. How do I make the first step forward? Where do I go? And regardless of political uh, mm. affiliation, mm. I feel okay. Actually, there's a lot of noise from you know from um, schools of thought like or oh, like capitalism brands the media you know there's mm. a lot of lifestyles that are being forced on, upon us so i think you can really get people when you get them alone mm. you know so you're going to really spend a lot of time pulling people singling them out and then trying to educate them on on, on uh, issues like this sounding like a a serial killer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because in a group everyone's not really <laughs> themselves yeah, in a, yes you're a, right yeah, everyone's not really themselves in the group so you got to pull them out talk to them kind of um, educate them and help them see the light and then when they go back to their group hopefully they they, they keep that um, school of thought mm. in whatever they mm. do I guess and that's then why le- you're a filmmaker right <laughs> and then leading by example <laughs> as well leading by example is important so we got to make films we got to make a lot of films that are not you know, not studio films. I mean, we got to be independent in a lot of our what, stuff. What yeah. kind of uh, co- uh, <laughs> content uh, yourself uh, personally are you, uh, are you passionate about um, ma- making? Because I think we didn't really touch on that. I don't know if it's part of our purview, but fuck, it's the first thing. <laughs> like, I, 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 I love art. I love... Um, yeah. uh, FYI, I was in a short film. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> shut up, shut up. Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I, I think it's nice to know like, what yeah. is it that you're passionate about in, uh, in filmmaking on a personal basis? Yeah, I mean... I'm fortunate to be working with a team who who are jaded with all these things and share the same kind of mm. uh, vision as I do. They are also at the same stage of life, and even though they are not in politics, but they do understand um, egalitarian societies. They do uh, understand um, the f- um, what we should be focusing on in life. So um, apart from that, we are actually very heavy genre people. We love uh, we love horror, paranormal. We love thrillers. We we, we indulge in those things. <coughs> Film is entertainment, art is entertainment. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to go too deep into the drama, into a woman looking out of a window yeah. and like yeah. uh, in a one-room flat. Sometimes you don't want to see that. Sometimes you just want to see a slasher flick or something. Yeah. So yeah. we try to take things a bit easy, make entertainment a bit more uh, digestible. Yeah, like Alfred Hitchcock yeah. was super yeah. yeah. uh, Alfred Hitchcock was quite intense. He, uh, yes. <laughs> so yeah, nice. nice. Mm. So yeah, genre stuff, mm. you know, so that people can escape. But not so, uh, not as big an escapism as um, Indian films because you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Indian, so yeah. But you know, they've got escapism to a different level. I love it though. And for you, it's probably the craft maga. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you, I want to ask? How did you even get to that? Yeah. Was so it some ex-boyfriend? <laughs> you're like, you know, this is not. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna learn this. Beat the next guy. <laughs> Self-defense. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, you know what? It, um, interestingly, this will tie in a lot of what we were talking about. Um, so I actually was in a very toxic um, professional environment. Um, and, you know, like I was there for too long and I actually suffered um, a mental health breakdown. So I had depression and anxiety all at once. And I had every single kind of like physical ailment you know that you could think of that was related to stress you know i was falling sick with uh, flus all the time i had like this strange cough that never went away um you know i had uh, i had stomach issues you know and heart palpitations and all that right and you know and and so you know eventually i just i left right um and as uh, as a I guess as part of my recovery, I not only went through therapy, which was extremely uh, helpful, and it's something that I advocate very strongly. So, you know, if you're going through a mental health issue or you're going through any kind of hardship where you feel, you know, like um, you you need a little bit of help, right, from a professional, uh, therapy is, I I find, um, you know, a much more effective long-term solution 
uh, than just uh, drugs. Not I mean drugs meaning medication. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. not not to say that medication isn't uh, helpful or doesn't have its place. It does. Um, but therapy really helps you deal with you know like all the uh, you know the deeper issues. Um, but so you know, and, and I think um, I I felt that I needed to you know to find some kind of I guess like a, an outlet like, uh, you know catharsis and because what actually led to to um, uh, a lot of what I was dealing with was uh, workplace bullying. So okay. I thought you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take up something. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna find the most brutal like you know um, fighting system I can right and just dive into it so I was actually training like three or four times a week wow. for like um, mm. for about a year and a half mm. um, so I've since scaled down a little bit yeah mm. but um, it was it was just amazing and it it not only kind of um, it, it's not only just like catharsis um, but you get stronger like mentally stronger um, physically stronger of course um, but the kind of um, mental resilience that I think I developed as a result of, of going through like uh, you know all, all the training, um, I think was invaluable. It, it has made me um, a, a more um, confident person, you know, and more able to, to face adversity. Yeah. Are you going to visit the bully anytime soon? <laughs> I'll with your newfound. I'll hurt her with words. <laughs> <laughs> When they go low, you go high. <laughs> oh, that's not craft magazine philosophy. We just we're the dirtiest, <laughs> underhanded films. Yeah. This is that's really. I think I think that's a super positive takeaway from. Uh, if I'm bad experience, this, yeah, a very dark mm. place in mm. your life to be. I mean, a lot of people will go through. Uh, would go down a very different path, mm. and I think to be to have come out of it, uh, I would say on top mm. through um, that outlet is. I think it's something. And very then run for politics. And then, and <laughs> yeah. then run for ex- and then run mm. for politics. Mm. Uh, That's quite unique in itself yes. already. That's like coming out and then taking a rocket and yeah. flying yeah. straight <laughs> up. You know, yeah, no, but that's yeah. the thing about like fitness mm. and martial arts that yeah. gives a lot of people, you know, yeah. the yeah. confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Go I, I'm, I'm going to sit this one out because uh, <laughs> Ernie is, you can see among the two of us, Ernie is the guy who does all the... Uh, Ernie is into... He packs uh, the punch. Nothing. He packs the punch. <laughs> no, wait, you do, what, what do you do? What kickboxing? No, what's that? What's no, jujitsu. Jujitsu. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, right, right. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, actually, yeah. Interestingly, that's um, that's a component of of Krav Maga because you know Krav Maga mixes up um, the best of, a bit of different everything. kind. Yeah, different yeah. kinds of martial arts, right? So um, my coach actually teaches um, uh, ground fighting, um, jiu jitsu as well, techniques and all that. And it's it's really um, I you know I'm, I'm I was telling Naresh the other day. I'm quite surprised that um, how like competent I am with ground fighting. I thought that I would be at a distinct disadvantage, like size wise, right? Um, oh no, 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 no. But that's uh, not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like I mean, initially I was rubbish at it, right? So I kept getting you know pinned to the ground and all that. But I think slowly, like you know, because I just kept going for training, right? And and now like I'm just the other day, you know, I was I was telling him like I was able to like hold down a guy who was like two or three times like my weight. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you yeah. find that there a lot? There were a lot of lesser. Uh, females when you first uh, started as opposed to now or, or still it's just like man not that many females into it in like, in, in, in yeah no uh, quite a lot so of quite a lot so of girls actually nice, yeah because um nice. I think you know like um it's in in some I guess in some gyms or dojos it's marketed as like you know self defense which yeah. I you know it's I I highly recommend that every girl go you know for self defense training yeah invaluable yeah. So I mean, because it's it's not only about having the skill, but it's also about developing your you know like um like mental, other attributes the yeah mental right. side yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. just mm. and just knowing you're able to at least mm. uh you know have a certain kind of a a skill set helps you get through certain situations with a, a lot um you know a less lot more resolve yeah, yeah and a lot less worry right because I yeah. think a lot of women who don't know mm. anything they always think like oh, the guy bigger yeah, than she me she's yeah. yeah. just gonna yeah. beat yeah. me yeah. Yeah. But then, like, oh no <laughs> once, once you really learn like oh yeah come closer yeah, yeah. there are so <laughs> many ways it's about ways technique and points yeah. and acu points and yeah. all these things right yeah yeah um, all that kind of also sort of tied into to a platform that I'm you know like a cause that I'm very very passionate about which is um and I brought it up a few times during the elections it was um it's workforce wellness right okay. um and that's and that sort of um was drawn from my own experience right because uh no workplace bullying is rampant right and it's so commonplace that i don't think a lot of people actually realize it's happening to them or that they are the perpetrators you know i think it's about really changing that uh um changing like workplace dynamics and making people more aware of of um how 
um, how to you know like interact in, in a way that's not just professional, but again, you know, it's about empathy and compassion, right? Um, and and how do we how do we make this into you know a comprehensive policy that uh, is reflected in that will help you know like um, an organizational uh, an organization uh, you know craft or, or nurture its own culture that is mm. uh, healthy, balanced, and you know, and and supports a more um, happy, productive workforce. Because and, and you know, it's it's it will actually help companies because a happy and engaged workforce is going to be productive. And it's not just uh, you know like to to squeeze you know like um you know whatever you can out of a person out of your employee. It's about like how do you really how do you really get the best you know out of this person. I hope that aspect works out because I think that. Most people just feel that oh you know you're an adult just deal mm, with it, mm, and mm. it's not something that people will really talk about la, or yeah. bother with actually. Yeah, yeah, because it, sorry, yeah. Yeah, so so I think it. I hope it works out. Yeah, you know, and yeah. then it will really I would say change and like you mm. keep saying, create a better conversation for this. Yeah, and because it's it's a lot larger than people think. Yeah, like. it, 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 it doesn't is. really change much from school. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. I think to mirror, it gets worse. I think mirror what you said, mm. man. I think uh, so. I I have. I come from the F&B industry mm. and if anybody knows anything about it from at least Hell's Kitchen <laughs> which is ov- overly dramatic drama- drama- eh? it is brutal mate <coughs> um, you can't see it on the podcast because uh, I'm really short so you can only imagine how I was literally shouting at people I mean, throwing uh, things yes, at people yes mm. mm. uh, Joseph uh, is doesn't you, stop you, you do that I was on the receiving end oh, of it wow. for more than a decade and in my lifetime of being in the industry, I have seen a handful only survive it. If I go back to college and, and then I talk to a cohort of over 200, mm. I can count within my hand how many of them are actually still in the industry. Mm. You know, you walk in, you're like, you just yeah, shut the fuck up and put your yeah. head down. You're not going to get fucked. And you just swallow it. you just like, oh, yeah, it's good. It's like that. But it shouldn't be. It, shouldn't. Mm. it, should, it should be about, no, we need to talk about this and mm-hmm. implement change that um, isn't about sheltering people. Yeah. People, I feel the community, especially the older generation, go, yeah, you all are very, uh, little bit, little bit, cannot. <laughs> Softies. Softies. Yeah. It's yeah. not that. It's yeah. not about that, you know. It's the big, the, it's the long game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And just because you went through it doesn't mean that, you know, somebody else doesn't, should. And doesn't yeah. make it right. Exactly. Doesn't yeah. make, just because for, for yeah. four or five generations we've been doing the same shit doesn't make it right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, what fucking Holocaust went on for, for that long? <laughs> doesn't make like we've still fucking you'll juice mm. no right it mm. does, doesn't make it right unfortunately yeah. in Singapore I think something severely bad needs to happen before the uh, older yeah. generation like, sees though? it yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah right like someone but then in so the much office, damage has been yeah, done someone in the office needs to suicide and write a note yeah. or whatever yeah. then yeah. they'll be like oh shit let's take this seriously some kid kills himself and probably yeah. six then suddenly yeah. becomes a big bloody deal yeah. 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 This yeah. Reactive, before that when you hear it in reactive parla- in mm. parliament, yeah. right mm. something big must happen mm. come on in papers then okay in parliament then we talk if yeah. not if not what we talk about yeah. putting ramps for old people to go I mean okay, la, I, mean, mm. I get it la, you need ramps yeah. yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's useful you must think for everybody but, but, yeah. useful, <laughs> but you cannot think about yourself only you, know. <laughs> well, you gotta split <laughs> your focus I'm a narcissist <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 right? exactly. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's uh, more than that. Yeah. You know, you stop throwing pans at people <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> <first>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, back, you know, back to that. Uh, back to um, being in the the F and B sector, right? Like so, a lot of times when I eat at a restaurant, I try to look at uh, see the manager if he looks like some, you know, like a, like an evil fellow, right? <laughs> so then I'll be a bit more afraid whether it's any weight uh, any weight stuff spitting in my food. <laughs> like, like, so uh, it, it's all uh, you know it, it comes full circle so if you're mean to your staff they spit in your, fr- in your customers food yeah. they fight with your customers yeah. the food uh, doesn't come really nice from Absolutely, the kitchen yeah. so everything's affected by, by really mm. the environment mm. and the culture culture is so yeah. important right we talk about culture all the time yeah. but the early parts where you mentioned success mm. yeah. and how that needs to be re- 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 th- we need to think yeah. the way we view success yeah. I think that is the most important thing mm. it is because um, the car cost a certain amount mm. I need to work X amount of time to get that car yeah. right mm. but if I totally slice that car out I can be happy with yeah. exactly. a smaller amount yeah. and I don't need to put all this pressure on my staff and employees yeah. as well yeah. yeah. So I think that's a really mm. big one. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And even like people in like like um, people who are marginalized or discriminated against or people who um, are trying to endure mm. um, 
workplace bullying and all that they stay because they need the job they need yes. the job because yeah. they feel they need to upkeep a certain uh, lifestyle right and then mm. they allow themselves to go in, into this mm. then like most of the time they don't speak out because uh, it is what it need. is yeah. but the thing is the need may not be a real need even so Mm. Your your idea of success mm. has to be really. Um, a lot of it comes from home. Yeah. It does. Right? The yeah. parents still think that oh you know if you have a wedding you need to give me all the ang pao. Yeah. Mm. But I you already paid what? I'll give you all the empty it. ones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 empty ang pao. I claimed first. Yeah. I give you. I mean, you said ang pao. You didn't say anything <laughs> about the content. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's all these crazy expectations yeah. by exactly. everyone yeah. around you. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and I think that's where like critical thinking comes into play because. I think that helps you really um, find out who you are, right? Mm. If you're able to think about you know issues and frame them, or you know in a way that um, resonates with who you are, um, and then and then express those views in a way that's coherent, right? And then have discussions that uh, you know also help to shape those ideas. Um, you know that will contribute to you becoming more of an independent thinker. And when you're an independent thinker, you can you can say, you know what, that's your idea of success, but I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. This is mine, and this is what makes me happy, and I'm okay. Right. But if you're not able to think critically, or if you're kind of a little bit more um, um, easily influenced by you know external uh, you know ideas or you know the people around you, then you might not actually really know um, what makes you happy, like truly. And and then and then if you don't know what really makes you happy, that also affects like where you will find your. Um, you know where you will find your idea of success. Yeah, in, in in what activities or in what kind of status, right? So I think, for me, it's really important to to you know help to uh, encourage people to really think more critically. Whether it's um you know kids like like parents, right? Send your kids to you know for debate classes, uh, or you know like find find whatever way you know um, your your child shows an interest in to cultivate like a, an independent mind. Um, but it takes a secure parent as well, right? Yes. Yeah, to be mm. able to say I, I'm okay with my kid, um, you know, thinking differently from from me, or you know, uh, or embracing different ideas and philosophies. Mm. Um, so you know, it, it's a little bit of a of, of of a cultural shift as well, you know, that that may um, need to start from parents being more supportive of um, their child's individuality. Yeah. yeah, as a start, and then when a parent is able to support that. Um, you know, a sense of uh, self in, in their child. I think you know that child has a better chance of of, of succeeding the way he or she sees. You know, is is um, best, best for, for their soul. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. The issue the issue of that is I see most parents only being different just to spite their own parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my 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 dad was um I I'm I'm really close to my dad um. And and I think it's because um, right from from when I was young, he always encouraged me to to think for myself. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate that. You know, it's it's something that um, I I took with me through you know like uh, my childhood and all the way you know in, into adulthood. Um, and I have like the I have the the most amazing conversations with him. You know, because you were able to just have really frank discussions, uh, very lively. Uh, you know, like conversations. Yeah. So nice. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Let you make your own mistakes and everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think that's a key. Aspect. Yeah. that a lot of parents miss out on mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. and Min was an Min was a Min's an only child so it's quite rare to get <laughs> someone who's uh, loosened their grip and allowed you to mm. discover oh, things okay, in your yeah. own yeah. for me I am the youngest of three Same and my yeah, yeah so both my brothers um Went down, went down the right road, yeah. Same. Studied well, Same. doing well. So my mom looked at me and said, okay, Whatever. fine. fine. Yeah. Now you can try what you want. But then I became a filmmaker. <laughs> I became a filmmaker. That's the worst thing to do in any Indian parent's eyes. You yeah, know, yeah. Because it's like that warrant. Yeah. So that was 13 years ago. Until today, she still says, do you, have you gotten a job? But I mean, this is my job. Right, so... Because because for them it's the... Uh, how many zeros are behind that uh, paycheck, yeah. isn't it? But I think she's, she's kind of like... Just let me do my <laughs> own stuff. <laughs> yeah. As long as the loan sharks don't come knocking on the door, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we did almost close to an hour already. Yeah, yes. I, I think we learned didn't quite like a bit. Yeah, 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 I didn't feel like it, it at all. Yeah. We learned quite a bit from about both of you and what might be coming soon from the SDP. Mm. Yeah. Um, maybe you want to share something to look out for next couple. Maybe an event or something personal both of you are doing what aside from the business. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. else maybe. Mm. I think we kind of made a uh, mention of. Um, what we're embarking on mm. as a duo like mm. in the Hugbugs group and also as um, I think shedding light on on the SDP and the hard work of the, the youth wing as well yeah. 
think mm. we have some hardcore policies coming out, especially as uh, uh, there's so much work being done on the mental mm. health front, mm. and I think that's so important because mm. right now, I would uh, I would say it's pretty out of control, <laughs> right in Singapore. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, that's to look out mm. for. Yeah, and I mean I think you know just to you know to uh, take from what Naresh said, there's a lot of um, I mean, between the elections, a lot of people ask what do you know political parties do. Right, um, but there's so many people and so many different teams that work behind the scenes. Right, we've got the policy studies team, you know, we've got um, you know the young Democrats, we've got um, you know comms and you know PR and all the and logistics, right, and you know gr uh, ground operations where that support, you know, like all our house visits and walkabouts, right. All these teams work so hard behind the scenes. Um, you know, there are only a few people that maybe you know uh, step out into the in, into the um, the public sphere um, and get um, you know attention. Um, you know, from you know uh, the public, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, there are so many people that work so hard and that don't get uh, you know like public recognition. The coverage, yeah. Uh, like yeah. from yeah. SDP, I like I told Dr. G, I I only hear about you and recently mm. Dr. Paul Tambia. Mm. <laughs> so many hard yeah. workers. You know, there are people yeah. walking the ground. Twice a week, yeah. you know, just wanting to know what are yeah. the problems in each and our volunteers uh, as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think it's even it's even more impressive, you know, that you see all these people, you know, like, um, and we're all essentially volunteers, right? Mm. You know, every every member of every team in in an opposition political party is essentially a volunteer. Nobody gets mm. paid, right? Yeah. So it's their own time and their own effort. Um, and you know, if if it's not for you know if if um, you know, like candidacy or any kind of public uh, recognitions, not even on the cards, right? It, it it speaks even more strongly of of their of their desires, you know, to contribute in a way that's really meaningful. Yeah. Okay. Before we end off, maybe we have a trick question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love trick questions. What is one thing the current PAP that you guys like? Um. <laughs> Long silence. Mm. <laughs> I'll, I'll let I'll let the candidate um, answer first. They've got really good party discipline, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a diplomatic <laughs> answer. <laughs> but but I will say that um there are certain there are certain um uh, MPs um they're different now. That, uh, yeah, yeah. I, that I really feel are you know are trying to make a difference. You know, they're taking on uh, issues that are not so sexy. Yeah. You know um. And really pushing those agendas, um, you know, like forward, and I and I think that is commendable. Um, not only because these are issues that need to be talked about and need to be represented. Like single parent families. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you know well, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Yeah. Don't worry. I don't mince yeah. my words. No. But like, when is the last time you had co heard conversations like that in Parliament, right? And, yeah. And that's what I. And they fight for it. Yeah. yeah. You really see yeah. them yeah. fight for it. So yeah. and it's not only because these issues are, are worthy issues, but it's also because you know. If you're gonna champion this issue um, on your own, yeah, you're on your own. That deserves a lot of respect. Yes. Yeah, I feel it's um one thing that's fresh from um the ruling party is that we're also looking at um younger um candidates mm. and people from uh, sectors that are not always the norm. So we're mm. looking at people from business. We're looking at people who are from entertainment. Mm. So <coughs> I I think that decisions kind of um shed light on the professions and the industries as well, which make then parents of this this feel hey wait he was from that exactly. industry anyway right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he's, mm. that's a good know, point because they take they take this uh, job of an MP as being the ultimate right, yes. right? and so no, that's a very good point that's yeah. a good yes. point and so mm. I feel that's a it's a good thing to open up sectors to uh, and uh, choices and like um, how flexible parents are with their kids mm. these days and also give then give value to it like yeah. um, no you can be in, in this industry or whatever but know that 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 also has a direct impact on the society as a whole yeah, yeah. you know exactly yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah great mm. good answers <laughs> 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 uh, we can end off yeah, yeah thanks for taking time to come thank on you so much thank you so fun thank you for having yeah. us yeah. it's good awesome. to really hear and learn from the both of you thank and you. from young people as well yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah and what you guys are doing Amazing yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting topics. Just, yeah. just keep doing because, like, you know, I, I guess we're all on the same page of what yes. success yeah. uh, means yeah. to yeah. us. Yes. And we have to just keep doing what we feel for. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Hope you guys liked the episode. Give us a share, like on all the platforms. You should know where by now. TDR Pod. And yeah, that's all. See ya. Ciao. Bye. See ya. Bye.